Good morning, good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer. Yes, riding out on old Dan. This kind of frosty morning this morning, maybe. It's at your house where you live. But we're bringing God's message, riding old Dan, uh, making our way out to the mission places where there's just a few gathered together to hear God's word. Did you know the Lord said, where two or three are gathered together in my name, I'll be there with them? That's what we pray, that the Lord's with you there this morning. We're bringing you a series of studies on the Satan, the God of this world, and we're looking in our study today, we're beginning the birth and character of the Antichrist. But before we do that, let me give you our website is www.radiomissions.org. That's www.radiomissions.org. And uh, we have the Radio Bible and Bookstore catalog there. We have the Trailblazer broadcast listed there on it. Look up our website or either write us there on our email. We're beginning to study this morning a new topic, so to speak. It's under the general theme, Satan, the God of this world. But we're looking, uh, we're going to look at the birth and character of the Antichrist. In our last couple of studies, we spoke to you on uh, the world, coming world Antichrist. And we saw that God's word, uh, just as Christ was prophesied in Genesis 3.15 as the seed of the woman, so was the Antichrist prophesied as the seed of the serpent. We also saw that the Antichrist would be the son of Satan, the son of perdition, and that he was prophesied all throughout the entire Bible. The Bible makes it very plain that the Antichrist will not be manifested nor revealed until, such, uh, until after Christ comes for his own. Now, let me, let me stop here and make this statement, my friend. I say many times that the Bible says this and the Bible says that, and I believe what the Bible says. I believe ever jot and tittle of it. I believe that it's God's verbally inspired, unbroken but word. And if you don't believe God's word, then I have no message for you. If you don't believe God's word, you can turn the radio off, my friend, because I don't have any message for you. No, sir. If you don't believe God's word, you can just go on to hell for your trouble. Because it's God's word. Believe it and be saved. Disbelieve it and go to hell. That's right, my friend. Today we want to look at our... Uh, uh, in our second study on this uh, character, the Antichrist, we want to look at his character and birth. Let's first look at his birth. In 2 Thessalonians 2.3, he's spoken of there as a son of perdition. In 2 Thessalonians 2.9, we find these words. Even him who is, whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. We see here that he will be the son of Satan deriving his power from Satan. And in Revelation 13, we find these words, And they worshiped the dragon, Satan, which gave power to the beast, and they worshiped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? So we see here again that the Antichrist would derive all of his power from Satan. Now let's notice John 8:44. I wish you'd get your Bibles, have them there by your nightstand or your dresser, wherever you sit and listen to the broadcast. Have your pencil and paper and take down these studies. In John 8:44, we read, Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. Ye was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. Now let me call your attention to this statement regarding old Satan. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. Do you see what the Holy Spirit is calling our attention to there? When he speaketh a lie, he's referring to the Antichrist as the lie. If Christ is the truth, and he is, 
according to John 14, 6, where he said, I am the truth, then the Antichrist would have to be the lie. Christ could not lie because he is God. The Antichrist cannot tell the truth because he is of Satan. Now let's notice the rest of that statement. He speaketh of his own, therefore Satan is a father of the Antichrist because he said, for he is a liar and the father of it. Now if Satan is the father of the Antichrist, and he is, how will he be brought into being? Just as Christ was virgin born, that is, according to Luke 135, the Holy Spirit overshadowed the Virgin Mary, and that which was conceived in her womb was that holy thing, and that which was born of her was the Son of God. Just so the Antichrist will be born a woman with Satan as his father. This same truth or fact is expressed in Second Thessalonians 2.11 in these words, And for this cause God shall send them a strong delusion that they may believe or should believe the lie. So the lie is the son of Satan, the man of sin, the Antichrist. Now, my friend, I'm trying not to go too fast for you this morning. But if I do, I wish you'd write and get these tapes. We, we, have, a, we have them on tape. Some of you folks there in our radio land may sit in wonderment and say, How can I believe? How can I believe? How can this be so? But if you know your Bible at all, not for one moment will you deny the virgin birth of Christ. So God will give Satan power to bring forth his son, born of a woman, who will be the lie, the Antichrist. Turn with me to the sixth chapter of Genesis now, and read the second verse. And the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. The sons of God means the sons of Elohim, that is, sons by direct creation. This same expression is used in the first chapter of Job, where it says the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, which can only mean the angels of God. So we see the cause of the flood grew out of the fact, largely, that the angels cohabited with the women and produced a race of giants. As in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. So it's not strange to me. No, it's not strange. Nor is it hard to believe that God's time, in God's time, he will give Satan power to bring forth his son, the Antichrist, from the womb of a woman. This also may be a note of interest to you, that spiritism, oh, my friends, spiritualism, demonism, cultism, Satan worship is widespread in this day that you and I live in. Folks worship demon spirits. That's right. They worship demon spirits. And I saw in the, in the newspaper the other day where they, our, our armed forces now are able, they, they're, they're allowed to put uh, the sign of their demon worship on their dog tags like I did when we was there. We was in the Army and Navy. We had to put dog tags, and they put on you dog tag, whether you was Protestant or Catholic, but now they're allowed to put the demon signal on there, the demon sign. That's right. All of this, all of this, my friend, is because of the taking over of the demon possession of this world. It's not surprising how many members, I mean, main loyal members of our different churches visit the soothsayers and the mediums and fortune tellers and palm readers. This is due to the fact that they've never been born again, never been taught the power of demonism by their pastors. Now let's look at some of the characteristics of this coming world dictator. 
the Antichrist. And we'll see just what kind of a superhuman he will be when he comes on the world scene. According to Daniel 7.20, he will be one of the world's greatest orators. Even that horn that has eyes and a mouth that speak very great things, whose look was more stout than his fellows. Did you notice the expression, a mouth that spake very great things? As an orator, he will sway the multitude. He will know mob psychology to the nth degree. Then according to Revelation 13:5, and there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. The multitudes will hang on every word that he says, and every individual who takes opposition with him will be put to death. According to Daniel 11:21, he'll be a very astute politician, winning authority by flattery. Listen to God's word. And in his estate shall stand up a vile person to whom they shall not give the honor of the kingdom, but he shall come in peaceably and obtain the kingdom by flatteries. The Antichrist, according to God's word here, will not be given the kingdom of the earth by right of rule or as a crowned king, but he'll be an uncrowned king who will arise up from among the people, according to Revelation 13:1, and win his way with diplomacy. That's right, with diplomacy, with those great swelling words. In the world courts by means of flattery. He will not come in with an army and conquer. No, he'll come in peaceably, my friend. He'll come in peaceably, taking the kingdom with shrewdness and subtleness. And the world's being prepared even today as we speak for the coming of the Antichrist. We see all the world religions coming together. We see the great uh, financial organizations coming together, one bank gobbling up another, all of the credit card uh, procedures that's going on today. You can take a credit card now and go anywhere you want to, all the way around the world. And you don't even have to have a red red penny or, or, or one dollar with you. You can take the credit card. Everybody takes them, my friend. The universal dollar is coming very soon. That's right. It's already happening in Europe to have the euro. I think it's 12 nations have joined together to have the same monetary uh, money and, and all of those things. They're taking place. Folks thought somehow or another that all of this would happen overnight, but no, not so. Think about the age of the computer, my friend. That's right. They tell me that they have computers now that has every man, woman, boy, and girl in this country listed. It gives everything, all our statistics where our banking accounts are, well, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't. Listen, my friend, when, it's, when, the, when, the, when the Antichrist comes on the scene, you won't need any money. When the Lord comes, if you want to his, you'll be gone. But listen, does these studies mean anything to you? Do they mean anything? I don't believe you hear this in, in the average church, do you? Do you hear it? Oh, I hear some of these fellows on the radio. They go to seed uh, late Sunday nights on all kind of things, but they don't preach the gospel. They don't give you an alternative. You know what the alternative, uh, my friend, is to the Antichrist? Coming to know the Lord. That's right. The alternative to being here when the Antichrist comes is to be the, be, go home to be with the Lord. How, how does that happen? Come to trust the Lord. Ask the Lord to give you, grant you repentance unto the acknowledging of the truth. You say, what is repentance? My friend is coming to the Lord as a poor, helpless, poor old sinner, acknowledging your helplessness, acknowledging your sin, acknowledging your rebellion against God. Did you know you're in rebellion against God? Every sinner who's not saved is in rebellion against God. Oh, it's not some little two-bit rebellion. No, it's a deep-seated rebellion there. That's, uh, only the Lord can prize it out. 
every, every man, woman, and boy, and girl outside of Christ. Listen, you know how you can find out? You cross their wheel. You let me, the old trailblazer here, the pastor of the church, cross their wheel. Let me step on their toes a little bit. Let me call sin, sin. Let me call their name out here and call sin. Say, you living in sin? man asked me one day here in the auditorium, said, can a person get saved while he's shacking up? I said, no, I didn't have to think about it. No, you can't get saved living in sin. So much of that going on today, my friend, living together, unmarried, shacking up, that's all you can call it. Just uh, there's no morals left in our country hardly. But my friend, one here and one there, the old trailblazer, uh, the Lord has uh, blessed us here and given us the gospel to go forth, preaching the gospel day by day to sinners, holding out hope for you, my friend, if you turn to the Lord. But look, folks don't want it. Folks don't want to have it. You know why? Because their heart's deceived. They think they're all right. They think they made a little decision for Jesus. They designed the church back there when they was a child. But now, listen, is Christ real to your heart today, my friend? Is he? Is he real to your heart? The Bible says if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. Is your heart new? Do you have a new heart? The Lord said, I'll give you a new heart. That's right. The Lord don't want your old heart. You can't give your heart to Jesus. He don't want it. No, sir. Have you ever been broken at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ, crying for mercy, begging for mercy, asking the Lord? Begging, yes. Yes, you're going to become a beggar one day. Oh, you may stomp out of the house and chomp your bits and chew your could and spit your am beer and say, I'll not have that. But, my friend, you will. One day, one day, if the Lord ever saves you, you're coming down. Salvation is a coming down, down to the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. The old trailblazer used to cry, down, sinner, down at the feet of Christ. Down, sinner, down at the feet of the blessed Lord in, in repentance. Crying, Lord, save me, else I perish. Did you know you're going to perish if you never come to the Lord? This is the old trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendarvis, this morning. Remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions. Would you help us with the broadcast? Radio Missions, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you Radio Missions is offering a flash drive containing sermons delivered by L.R. Shelton Sr., the founding pastor of the ministry. Each flash drive contains 844 sermons and over 500 hours of preaching. For more information on this historic offer, call the church office at 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658. 